0: Hello, and welcome to Asia Abridged, where we present the best of Asia Society events in 15 minutes or less. I'm Matski Avenza. In this episode, we hear from Asia Society Policy Institute senior fellow and diplomat-in-residence Daniel Russell, who, until January, served as President Obama's point person for Asia. When Obama handed over the presidency to Donald Trump in January, he told his successor that his biggest problem would be North Korea. This prophecy appears to be well-founded. On September 3rd, Pyongyang conducted its sixth nuclear test, revealing to the world that its nuclear program is advancing more quickly than many observers had predicted. In response, President Trump has deviated from Obama's more cautious approach to rebuke the North and its leader Kim Jong-un in forceful terms. In an address delivered to the United Nations General Assembly last month, Trump threatened to, quote, totally destroy North Korea. During a breakfast discussion he conducted at Asia Society four weeks ago, Russell explained why U.S. policy toward North Korea has actually changed less than people think.
1: When you strip away some of the noise and tweets and the rhetoric and so on, uh, fundamentally, the... North Korea policy and frankly the Asia policy of the Trump administration looks a lot like the Asia policy and the North Korea policy of the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. And there's a pretty good reason for it, which is that despite the fact that the occupant of the White House will change on January 20th uh, after an election, or most elections, uh, nat- U.S. national security interests don't change. And so it makes sense for there to be continuity. In the case of North Korea, the continuity, the the ingredients of the strategy are very strong deterrence, very strong alliance defense, uh, very strong sanctions, and a willingness to... Uh, keep the door to serious dialogue and serious negotiations open for whenever the North Koreans decide, uh, presumably as a result of pressure and sanctions, to change course and open real negotiations. <coughs> now, I know that it's very tempting to say, well, sanctions haven't worked, You know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that uh, sanctions are any kind of a magic wand, but they are an important tool. And frankly, they're one of a finite number of tools in our kit box. And in the absence of that magic wand, it certainly appears that the only peaceful way to divert Kim Jong-un from his current course of action and induce him, if not coerce him, to come to the negotiating table, not to dictate terms, but to negotiate, is to keep raising the costs to the North Korean regime of defiance until Kim Jong-un really finds that he can't move forward. I don't think that there is any real doubt in North Korea's mind that the American response to uh, an attack, any attack, Uh, either on the United States or the uh, South Koreans would be met with a very forceful and very dangerous, uh, for North Korea, uh, strong response. Uh, The North Koreans know a great deal about American military capability. They track uh, the comings and goings and the deployments of the U.S. Forces Korea and the Combined Forces Command very, very closely. Uh, And I think the the proof is uh, in the nuclear program. Uh, North Korea has largely uh, given up on a a quest for conventional military parity with uh, the South or with the U.S. and instead. Uh, has looked to uh, nuclear weapons. Now, the North claims that it's pursuing nuclear weapons for uh, defensive purposes. It claims that the U.S. is pursuing a hostile policy and that it's in uh, great and imminent danger. That's not true and there's no basis for making that argument. Uh, Moreover, uh, if nuclear weapons were purely defensive Uh, Why would North Korea need ballistic missiles, ICBMs? Why would it need not just one, but dozens? Um, The fact of the matter is that North Korea isn't in the fighting business. North Korea is in the threatening business. And one of the reasons that the sanctions uh, campaign makes sense is that unless and until North Korea is able to derive tangible benefits from that threat, a return on that investment, then all North Korea has is a nuclear weapon that it can't use. And so ensuring that North Korea doesn't profit from its crime has been and I think uh, needs to continue to be uh, the sine qua non of our combined strategy.
0: Just about any solution to the North Korean crisis involves China, Pyongyang's only ally and its economic lifeline. The Chinese government is no fan of its smaller neighbor's nuclear program and has quickly and roundly condemned each North Korean nuclear test. But Beijing fears that a collapse of North Korea would trigger a refugee crisis across its border and result in a pro-U.S. unified Korea. Russell described why getting Washington and Beijing to work together to solve the North Korea problem is so challenging.
1: When I was in Beijing uh, now almost four weeks ago, um, I was in a closed door conference with uh, quite a few uh, PLA and former PLA senior officers. Um, and uh, I think that there is a real uh Intellectual and policy experimentation uh, going on, and that, uh, judging by the kinds of questions uh, that I got, including, why don't why don't you Americans just take out Kim Jong Un? We wouldn't have a big problem with that. <laughs> uh, there is the the same kind of uh, frustration, the same kind of worry uh, that you see in soul that uh, is felt in Washington but where you stand is a function of where you sit and if you sit in uh, Beijing or in you know Jilin province let alone if you're a member of the PLA uh, you have a very very different set of concerns than uh, the Pentagon or uh, the the White House now for years in government uh, my colleagues and I uh, beseeched the Chinese, our Chinese counterparts, uh, to engage in uh, both very serious, both s- serious and candid discussions about the future of Northeast Asia. What our goals are, what could we live with, what are we trying to do here, what matters, and more specifically, including uh, when Mike Mullen was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, General Dunford became uh, the chairman, uh, an effort to set up some kind of uh, confidential uh, planning uh, discussion or even just a blue-sky discussion between the Pentagon and the PLA about uh, the Mm what-ifs in connection with a uh, crisis on the Korean Peninsula because it is virtually self-evident that it is far better to have thought through and talked through uh, various scenarios and contingencies uh, in advance than to have to wing it uh, in a crisis, particularly if the scenario that you might be contemplating includes such combustible ingredients as uh, U.S. special forces mm-hmm. that may be on the hunt for fissile material and nuclear weapons. Uh, South Korean rangers and military, uh, the Chinese PLA, uh, in the, the eastern or northern uh, division, uh, the potential chaos in uh, North Korea, and the, the threat and the risk of loose nukes. In a scenario like that, uh, not only do you want uh, people to be working from a plan rather than to improv- improvise, Uh, You really have to worry about the risk of uh, a U.S. unit, a South Korean unit, and a Chinese unit uh, coming face-to-face, gun barrel-to-gun barrel, in a high-tension scenario. But, by and large, I think uh, the reaction of the Chinese was... uh, uh, very negative uh, partly because I think there's a deficit of trust uh, partly out of a sense that to talk about the thing, very thing you don't want to have happen is to taunt the gods mm. and lastly because I think that whether it's because they believe the U.S. can't keep a secret uh, or uh, another reason the prospect of North Korea finding out that the PLA was sort of plotting with the Americans was uh, too daunting. But, look, times are changing, and the uh, formerly unthinkable uh, now constitutes uh, a problem set that we really do need to think about. And uh, I I believe that there is uh, some increased prospect for that. I don't think that it will be revealed in in an op-ed uh, mm-hmm. by a Chinese academic if it happens. Uh, but anything that uh, can be done to hasten the day uh, ought to be done.
0: Thanks for listening to Asia Bridge. If you'd like to hear more, you can visit our show page at asiasociety.org podcast. And you could also subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Asia Society. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.